Ladies and gentlemen, this is your places call. All right, everybody, back to one. Stand by lights one and sound one. Camera speeding. Audio speeding. Lights and sound. Go. And action. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Hi. <laughs> this is the <laughs> Pretend World's Real People, the podcast where we interview arts workers in the theater and film industries to learn more about their lives and what they do. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Tyler. And we have uh, somebody who I didn't think we'd get that I'm very <laughs> excited about. Uh, we have uh, someone you may have seen uh, in recently a uh, Sasquatch horror film called Hoax. You've seen her in Girl Meets World. You have seen her in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We have Cheryl Texera. Cheryl, how are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. Doing great. Doing great. Working. Uh, trying not to have coffee. Uh, slowly slipping into <laughs> insanity. But trying you know, not to have coffee. Yeah, it's too. It's too late, and it's too hot right now. Where where we're recording. What? Hold so. on, what time is it by you guys? Uh, it's only four o'clock. But we live we live in Colorado, so we're really close to the sun, and our rooms get full sun all day, yeah. so they get really warm, and we keep okay. the doors closed. So it's kind of like we create our own saunas while we're talking. But oh man, I just feel like four o'clock—that's the time to have a coffee. That's like like the you start dipping in the right? no, no 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 you gotta down it. Get see see with the confidence and the the pink hair i mm -hmm. might end up having a cup of coffee after this podcast <laughs> so in the intro i i mentioned you know that uh you were in hoax you have yeah. been in mike and molly you've been in uh girl meets world you were one of my favorite guest stars on it's always sunny in philadelphia uh, so cool. just tell our listeners who you are and what you do yeah Okay. Um, I, I'm Cheryl Texera and I, I'm an actress and I also, I write and create. Um, and yeah, I, I always knew that I wanted to be an actor from a really young age around, I say five or six, but after chatting with my mom recently, we were like, I actually think it was like three or four. Like wow. I, was, I, was <laughs> I was very young and I, I just, I knew that this was what I wanted to do. And, um, so any opportunity in my hometown that I could uh, just do anything. And again, in my hometown, there was basically nothing outside of like the school play, which they only had like one every four years. So that was a slow start. And then high school, I, you know, I did all the plays and musicals. And it, it, once it was college, I just like stalked the theater director mm -hmm. straight up and, and I had nothing to give him. It's not like I had a monologue or anything to prepare. I just like, I remember stalking him and like running and I was like, wait, 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 wait. And he's like, yes, what? And it was like, I just love acting and it's just like I just wanted to like profess my love for this man who, to this man like for this dream that I thought like I'm like you know what I mean this guy finally I think I found my state Amazing. Then, <laughs> it was it was once I was in college that I you know, I was driving and I had only lived in an hour north of New York City. So I, you know, I totally would like, I don't want to say cut classes, but I think I definitely 
wiggled my way to go to all of the mm -hmm. auditions and open calls and singing and dancing. And then I fell on, uh, I fell into dancing because I had no experience with it, no training. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I, a friend of mine at the time had a theater show while I was, I was in NYU and then I moved and then I stepped away from that program. It just wasn't for me at the time. And he said, well, my choreographer just, uh, he, he's like, basically, I just lost my choreographer. I have this show Footloose. He's like, I need a choreographer. And I was like, well, I'm like, listen, I'm like, I've never choreographed a thing in my life. I've taken no classes, but I'm like, but I know I can dance. I knew I had rhythm. Um, and he was like, okay. He's like, I will give you one number. And I was like, cool. And within, I, it was like within two rehearsals, I had the whole show. Like That's he was amazing. like, you know, you know, so it was this kind of like, I really tripped and fell in this dance world. And so I landed, I won uh, like a freestyle competition on MTV. And then I got on So You Think You Can Dance the first season. And I was like, and that was like a crazy thing. I had no business. Being <laughs> oh. Kids like at all. Uh -huh. so, and they discovered that once I was in LA. And so they were like, bye. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so after that, I, uh, I had already planned a road trip out to LA with a girlfriend of mine that actually the show had kind of put a, put a little wrench in for her. Mm. So I flew out to where she was, um, on, on our <laughs> road trip. And then we traveled cross country and about when we left Vegas or on our way to Vegas, she turned to me and said, if you move to LA, I'll move with you. Ooh. And that was, yeah. And that's what got me officially out to LA. And, and then, and it's like, and then we speed up and then three years later, I land on a show and everything is perfect. No, right. but yeah, <laughs> that's what got me out here. And then, and then of course, you know, the trials and tribulations and, um, yeah. and you become a working actor and you work with some crazy, amazing people. Yeah. When do you feel like you made the switch from, you know, doing the, the, high school plays musicals to actually I want to be on the screen and not on the stage or is there oh, a stage a still question. there yeah that's such a great question can I tell you so I have no idea what it was <laughs> I have no idea what it was about me but whenever someone would meet me and I think it's because I I got the inspiration to be an actor from watching TV, mm -hmm. from watching TV shows and watching movies like uh, that, like my, you know, on TV, like the VHSs and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that was always what I was gonna do. So it's weird when I was in high school and when I was in, in college and they, people would be like, so, so you're an actor? I would literally correct them and be like, I'm more TV film, um, but yeah, I do stage as well. <laughs> um, I had never ever done any TV film, but yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea where it came from. Yeah, that's amazing. You just knew then. That's great. I love. Yeah, that. Like, I'm here. This is a pit stop. Um, right. Gotta, we we're, we've got some other things going. So you don't think you're ever going back? You don't think that stage is ever a, a thing? Oh my for god! You? No, no, no. But the thing is, like, I'm. I do it. I'm. I'm New York. Like, and yeah. the stage was my introduction. So as much as I was like, this is cool. It's gonna be over there like Broadway is literally like the dream. Like it's really? crazy. Things just, it's kind of crazy how the older you get, things come full circle where it, it's like the further away I get from 
what essentially like what started and where I got like my foundation, the more I'm like, oh my God, that's who I am. Like, of course, like TV film, absolutely. Like I'll always do that. But like, you know, when I hear of people going from Hollywood to Broadway, it's like, oh my God, that's, it's almost like, I remember getting backstage, which is like this actor's magazine, which looked like a newspaper yep. back in the day. Yep. Yep. I, I remember it was like, David Schwimmer is making his Broadway debut from Friends. And I was just like, okay. Uh-huh. And then it was like, you know, um, and then all of these Hollywood names. And I was like, Broadway is turning into Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to head out there. And so it's, and it's like, you forget those little things. And then as you get older, you're like, oh my God, that's right. I remember the goal was to go back. <laughs> what about, what about stand-up comedy? Have <sighs> you uh, Yeah, I did stand-up for about four years. Oh, four years, Jesus. Okay, okay. What was your experience? <laughs> uh, oh no, this is not about me. Oh no, 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 no. no. No, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, that I want to hear. I want to hear. Do it for us right now, Tyra. Yeah, give us one of your jokes. Blessing. I mean, you can get some stuff right there. Well, I, I, uh, I'm not going to lie. I did not know you had a YouTube channel until oh. a couple of days ago, and I, I just, you know, we we're going through IMDb, and I was looking up, you know, other stuff you've done, uh, in addition to what I already know, and I found your Ghostbusters uh, video about the letter you wrote to Paul Feig. Yeah. You know, just saying, hey, you know, I'm 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 great. Put me in Ghostbusters. Yeah. And I I thought, <laughs> yeah, like you must have done stand up at some point. Like this is just so I, I mean, obviously most of it must be true. Uh <laughs> oh, the Ghostbusters. Oh, a lot of it is true. Yeah, yeah. Like the, <laughs> the inspiration. <laughs> Steph, I know you haven't seen it yet, but there's oh my god, the no, scene where to. uh you're you're the gatekeeper. Yeah. You know, Paul Wait, have you office. not seen Ghostbusters? Oh no, gosh, no! I love Ghostbusters. I just <laughs> I haven't seen. Say, oh my! I was. Gonna uh, we're gonna have to like mention right now. <laughs> right, I know. I was gonna be like, all right, let's just watch the movie and the, we'll judge it together. No, <laughs> yeah, no, I just haven't are? seen your. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am so I am the theater half of this duo, and Tyler <laughs> is the film half of this duo. So, um, I mean. I watch movies, but Tyler's the movie buff, but Ghostbusters <laughs> is definitely what I've seen, but I have not seen your rendition of it, apparently, which I now need to see, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so, uh, all right, so let, I will chat with both of these things. So with the stand-up, thank you, that's, that's, I, um, I have so much respect for stand-up comedians. I have too much respect for stand-up comedians to the point where I'm like, I respect it so much, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Because the two times I've, I've done it twice in my life. So um, when I started, uh, when I started basically like meeting professionals in the industry, that was something when it came to like, I would get a comedic script and I would do it. And they, and I remember a couple of people were like, you have the timing of a stand up comedian. Why don't you go do stand up? And I heard it a couple different times where I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm going to try this thing. So, um, and it was terrifying. And I did one show and the amount of anxieties and like, and one like show. So I did all of my practice and my open mics leading up to this one show. And then I was like, and I'm good. That was so great. I never need to do that again. (laughs) So then I, (laughs) I feel like I've spoken about it on my Instagram 
So I straight up kids, kids, life is long. And I totally like hit like a point where I was like, I think I'm suffering some sort of midlife crisis or something. I'm going through some stuff. And now I've realized that if I'm ever doing stand up, that is a sign. You got to take me aside and be like, what are you running from? What are you running from? Because it was. I kid you not. It was like, I don't need, I don't need therapy. I don't, this is like, we're getting real personal. I'm like, I don't need that. So I'm like, you know what I need? I need an audience and a microphone and a reason to perform and all of these crazy things. So I started writing and I did it. And, and again, it was kind of exactly the same experience that I had the first go round. I did all my open mics. I landed a show. I did that one show and I was like, I never yeah. need to do this again. So I have so much respect for it. I love stand-up comedians. I admire their work ethic because the only way to be successful, the only way is to hustle and Mm -hmm. to write and to constantly put your stuff up and to constantly be like, ah, what do you think? And be that so vulnerable. Um, And then there's also such an art to it. So it's like to hear someone say, you have the timing of a stand-up comedian. It's like, no, I know if you give me a comedic script, I know how to land jokes. That is what, and, and Carol Burnett said it, best. Carol Burnett said, I am a comedic actress. I am not a comedian. Mm -hmm. And so that is where I'm like, I'm like, yes, Miss Burnett. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, Carol, because there is such an art and there is such a conversational way that those stand-up comedians will bring the audience in from literally a blanket space that's the crazy thing as much as like as much as you know of course like chris rock and kevin hart and whitney cummings will have their opening acts you are still starting at one Mm -hmm. you're still starting with like yes this audience might be a little tipsy they may be a little warmed up but unless your set resonates you're still like i don't know how this is gonna Mm -hmm. go Mm -hmm. so it is i have i have so much respect so no (laughs) don't do that (laughs) um uh but i'm so glad that you watched the ghostbusters so first off a side note to ghostbusters i recently re-watched it and analyzed it for like plot points and story structure it's genius yeah yeah. that's a tightly written script um so uh i um when i was i want to say about 20 i told my brother that I just had like this like epiphany. I was like, uh, they're gonna have a third Ghostbusters. And he's like, nope, Cheryl, they've tried all of this stuff. They, they're not doing it. And I said, no, no, I'm like, they're going to. And I said, I don't know when, but they're going to. And then cut to, um, I think I, I was on Girl Meets World at the time. And I'm like reading like the trades and everything. And it's like, Paul Thing is in production. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I called my brother and I was like, I gotta do something. I'm like, I need coffee to know who I am. So, so I, I literally, like hemmed and hawed I prayed I meditated and then like the most um borderline the what's next to no action was the action I took so it's like (laughs) other people think it's very bold maybe like make a phone call to your agency if you get a coffee like I remember I heard Amy Adams like found a director's phone number and got coffee like flew to New York and got like no no I was like you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna write a letter to his agents because it's like agents could care less and I was like that's safe so so I did that 
And then, you know, it's like, oh. And, and then I, a couple weeks later, got this massive package in the mail from CAA. And my husband and me were like, oh, it's like, what is this? Is this my moment, right? And I open it and it's literally CAA saying, listen, we know you sent us something but we don't read anything that comes to our office and we don't accept unsolicited material. And that project that you mentioned in paragraph three of the thing that you sent that we didn't read, if we have a project that's identical to that, you can't sue us. Oh my goodness. So my husband was like, I'm so sorry, babe. And I was like, I don't know what that is. I was like, but that's not a no because I'm crazy. I I got in the shower, kid you not, the CAA letter was right on my desk and the CAA letter uh, was there and I got and I was like, wow, CAA is kind of like Paul Feig's gatekeeper. And I, and whenever I have like moments of inspiration like that, I like have an argument with God. And so I'm just like, I'm like, don't do it. I was like, don't do it. I'm like, don't give me that. I'm like, if, if you don't want me to do something with that. And he was like, Zool. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> So, 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 so I, I kid you not, I was like, wait a second. Cause then it's like, wait, was Dana the gatekeeper or was she the key master? That's the, that's, I'm literally going back. I got out of the shower. Turns out that she, she was the gatekeeper. And uh, I created a sketch about how I uh, went to Paul Feig's gatekeeper, which was his agent and they rejected my letter. And uh, so that was, that was it. And it was basically me having a conversation with the possessed Dana um yeah <laughs> and that's and that's what it is and I, as far as I know I had a number of friends who had uh relationships with Paul Feig who tagged him so many times that I'm like I just feel like he may have seen it yeah and his lawyers were like don't we don't know <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know I don't know but that that's the story <laughs> yeah well you don't know until you do something or reach out I mean it- as a performer as an actor you can't really it's the same level of sorry we we don't we don't know you we're not Mm -hmm. as you said in the short we're not expecting you so go away (laughs) yeah yeah completely completely yeah and it's it's the constant like I swear I'm not crazy I swear please like see me see me I swear yeah Mm -hmm. well but you know what's so funny is like I feel like that's kind of what Tyler did to get you here you know he just was like I'm gonna cold call you know her manager and see if this works and it did and it's like sometimes those things work sometimes they don't and but if you don't do it at all it's not gonna work you know Absolutely. Let me tell you something. I am, and I am learning that more and more. And even your action to like reach out to my reps, that's, that's inspiring to me seriously, because it's that bold action that does pay off. Even if it doesn't mean like I did one bold action, it didn't pay off. It's like, no, no, no. When you do 10, Mm -hmm. something's going to happen. Even Mm -hmm. if it, even if it comes out of left field, it's because you took that, that this came, that it opened it up. So yeah. Yeah, I I attribute all of my, all the jobs I've ever had to me being like, (laughs) I'm just going to move to this place or I'm going to do this thing. And it's worked out. Oh my gosh. (laughs) If you haven't watched the documentary i made steph watch it the other day because i reached out to the director oh, of my yeah. date with drew uh, i'm not sure if you've ever seen that movie no no it, it was made in 2003 released 2005 uh, but it's one uh sort of industry crewman's 
pursuit of getting a date with Drew Barrymore from just zero connections. I watched that when I was a, when I was younger. I was going into my teen years, and I've used that as inspiration ever since to just make you know make a point to try something new and see if it sticks. So I reached yeah. out to him. Hopefully, we'll get him here. Reached out to you. You you said you wanted to be on it, and we were so thankful that you wanted to come on. Like there's yeah. you know it's just so cool that and you did the same thing with the letter. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, um, what I love is, is people creating and putting stuff out there. And I have to say this too, because, um, another, like people constantly just inspire and, and it's all about like who you surround yourself with and, and take note from and whatnot. Um, I just, um, I have a friend, Harvey Guillen. He's from what we do in the shadows. He <gasps> just got nominated for a critic's choice awards. So I literally was like, holy like Harvey like that's amazing so and I I do acting tips on like my Instagram thing then and, and and I've interviewed a couple actresses and something popped into my head like hit up Harvey and your immediate thought is always like no and then you'll give all of the reasons as to why no it's like no he's uh, he is literally nominated for this massive award he's busy he's like flying all over who knows where right so I was like but you know what I was like but you know what maybe just maybe he'd be open to like, I don't know, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, he's amazing. And he was, and he is, he's a constant inspiration to me because like, and then when you guys reached out, I was like, this is a no brainer. Like you guys are creating something. This is, this is like, you guys are creating your platform to build your audience. This is like, this is what we creators do. This is what you do. So it's like, yeah, absolutely. Reach out, see what happens. Yeah. Well, and it's so exciting too. I mean, a big, uh, you know, concept for this podcast for us was we really wanted to make people who don't do this work understand that these are a real jobs because and a lot of us are unemployed because of the pandemic but b um also like bring to light people who are not you know of your caliber or level or will probably never have a, a name known but it's also so exciting for us to talk to someone who can, you know, have, has all these connections and has had this really successful career because you're also just like us. And, and it's so cool to just already be talking to you. Like we've known you forever, you know, and <laughs> yeah. um, I am, uh, I am a little curious. So, you know, your letter didn't work out. How did you land some of the stuff that you've been on? I mean, it would, um, uh, I write, I knew you from Always Sunny. And then when I saw that you did Girl Meets World, we're huge Boy Meets World fans. Like that is my thing. And I wanted to like Girl Meets World, but I was just too old by the time it came out that it really wasn't it. But like when I saw that and I was like, oh my God, she knows Ryder Strong. Oh, like all in all, like it just had like this whole, revert back to my 12 year old self being all excited. But uh, how do you land things like that? How did you get those got those jobs? Totally. So um, a huge, a huge part of it was my reps getting me the auditions. So if there, if there is something when it comes to what is the direct connection that will typically take you from, you know, doing non-union, maybe non-paid work or whatever it is, like something that you're getting yourself to those professional union gigs, it is representation. And so, so I, I wouldn't ever say to an actor if they weren't necessarily ready to, 
play in that field to mm-hmm. run and get uh and get an agent unless they're mm-hmm. like young and like have that cute factor and they're personable and stuff like that it is the whole thing is it's like is it easier for children it is because they don't have the stuff that adults that life hasn't hit them yet like, they don't know so if they're cute and they're like six it's like their life has been like I'm cute for yep. six years I'm yep. cute and so that is just positive reinforcement so they're mm-hmm. fine so it's when it's when uh you know you've had some life and, and maybe taken some hits that you might get into your head and start doubting yourself and if you're if your training isn't or your training isn't there or your talent isn't truly there and that confidence isn't there then we're gonna see it right when you walk in the room and you don't want to be bringing that to the pros because the one thing that I will say about pros is that it's like they remember (laughs) they remember you for good and bad Mm -hmm. so it's like so if you come out the gate cracking it amazing that's gonna work in your favor and it's if you're struggling with stuff so if you are at a point where you're like okay you know what I feel really strongly about that then it's the hustle of of finding an agent because the agents do have have those connections with casting directors that on top of and I don't know if they offer them anymore, to be completely honest, but there was a, there was a group called Actor Site, and it was a casting director workshops group where they literally offered, and this particular organization offered unlimited casting director workshops where you one-on-one could meet with a casting director for, I think it was, it, it was like, it was a nominal fee. It was insane to the yeah. point where I literally hit up all of my friends and said, you need to jump on this. And that's another crazy thing. You know, people sometimes are their own worst enemy mm-hmm. because friends of mine that in retrospect, if they were like, you know what, I'll figure it out and, and make that investment in myself and my career chose not to because in the, they were looking at the present day and they were looking in this moment and they weren't looking at the investment that that could have earned them. But I digress. Everybody has their journey. And I know I absolutely have done things in that moment, maybe not that specific thing with the casting director workshops, but in other things in my career, in my life, where if I had only fill in the blank, listen to that person. So I'm so thankful. I, I doubled down on myself. I was like, I don't know where I'm going to get this money, but I'm going to invest in that. It was like in a year of unlimited, excuse Mm -hmm. me. So I became this, I I literally went uh, to five to seven workshops a week. Wow. A year. And right before the end of the year, I booked my first professional gig, um, which was Parks and Rec. Yeah. And it was from a casting director that I had met at a workshop. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. And that's awesome. Has that carried on um, totally. you know, through the years? Oh yeah. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. Wow. yeah. There was a time when I was on Girl Meets World and that's, and like, that's been like my journey in regards to acting. Like, again, like um, it's, I think one of the reasons why I, I, I share and I talk so much about, about the other side of it. It's like, you know, yes, I, 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 I love acting, but I also, I also totally understand that there's a business side to this mm-hmm. that um, when I got, it's like, I was, I, I was a trained, I had my talent. I was ready. I was ready and ready to go and I had no representation the one I had at, at like this was like when I first got to LA I had no representation when I finally signed with one it was a hot mess I wasn't getting into rooms I didn't understand the process I didn't understand you know blah 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 so it wasn't until I started educating myself um and saying like okay what are really like 
how do we turn this from a passion um, that's currently not sustaining me to a career and 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 on you know what I mean because that's because I'm still very much on on my journey on you know what I mean yeah so many things um and that is something that it, it was a lot of a lot of blood sweat tears and time that I'm like oh my god if I could just speed up this process for people so that's a, so so on my Instagram I I'm constantly like taking actor questions I have like some story things where it's like how do I get started like there it's so much in my stories that's just like here's how you do these are the websites because resources are so important these are the mm-hmm. websites to go to um and it was those relationships that I like and and of course at this point it's like I have relationships with casting directors and directors and producers mm-hmm. outside of workshops, of course. Um, but yeah, there absolutely are ones that have have hired me with direct offers when I had no reps. Like there was a time during Girl Makes World where I didn't have reps. I mm. was not wrapped because I wow. stepped away from an agency that I was like, I was working on Girl Makes World and I just, nothing against them. Everybody's got their journey. Um, mm. I just, I wasn't going out. So mm-hmm. I was like, this is, I am the most visible right now. Mm-hmm. I am the most bankable right now. And, and it was like, so I, so I stepped away and, you know, you know, should I have stayed? I, I, I would argue maybe I wouldn't be where I'm at right now if I, if mm-hmm. I had. So I stepped away, and thankfully, one of those, one of those uh, casting directors, um, Ch- Chadwick Strack, I gotta give him a shout out. Um, yeah. I, I believe he was watching Girl Meets World, and he saw like what was going on. And mind you, he knew me. He met me before I did anything professional. So he 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 saw that and and called me in and 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 offered me hoax. So that was that was That's how awesome. I got hoax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. And it's a beautiful thing. Someone you know like you who who's developed a career and has learned from different people and started you know passing on this knowledge to other you know people who are trying to come up as well. Have you tried, uh, especially right now with COVID, did you think about doing any sort of like, uh, I don't know, viral coaching or, you know, one-on-one sessions, anything like that? Just to- That's what I'm doing. Oh, that's what you're doing? Oh, cool. (laughs) (laughs) So I, um, so I was, again, um, gosh, I, I, well, I, I shared it like on, when I was on, when I was on Girl Meets World, it was a very Mm -hmm. interesting time because I, what is- and that's where it's like, you never know what someone's internal life is dealing with when you're watching them. So it was, it was a physical, very visual, um, like representation of like, oh my gosh, this is her biggest role to date. And I would show up to set with more anxiety than I knew what to do with. Mm-hmm. There was a feeling of, uh, of, I don't want to say low self-worth, but I know, I know now that that's kind of like what it's the closest thing to where it's like, not that I don't believe long here but I was so nervous to like like I don't know like like be myself and completely just be who I am because it's like I it's a it's almost like I don't want to speak too loudly I don't want to make too many big moves I just I just want to stay in my lane give me my script I'll do my Mm -hmm. job but and and that was oddly enough at the same time that I was on Girl Meets World was when I got circled back around to do It's Always Sunny for the second Mm -hmm. time while I was on that and it, it that was you would think oh my gosh again 
you're getting brought back to this iconic show, this great character. And instead of being like, they want me back, lit, I kid you not, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't know if they met, did they think it was me? Like, <laughs> no, like yeah. it's just weird, you know? And, and again, I don't know exactly like what it was. I think it was just, you know what, honestly, I think when I started working and started booking professionally, I had external people say, oh my gosh, you just wait. Like this is mm. gonna. Mm -hmm. And so, and I'm not putting it on other people because it, it's got nothing to do with what other people put on you. It's if you take it on and now you expect X, Y, and Z to happen, be mm -hmm. it good or bad. You're, mm -hmm. if, if, if those expectations are not met, you're going to be in, and, and oh, oddly enough, like Tony Robbins talks about that. If your expectations are not, it's like, you're going to be in a state of unrest. And I know for me, I didn't realize how much that really like, Ooh, that knocked me off. And because I was like, I remember I, I was talking to I was talking to people that I was working with at the time and, and I was just like, it, it was reps at the time. And I was like, this is my goal. And I remember them not responding to me and my goal as like, yeah, it was more like, all right, we'll see. And I was just like, no, I'm like, that's not what I need. And then like a manager of mine retired on, oh. like, I was not seeing that. So again, I was like in this industry floating solo. And then finally it's like, you just hang on to people that you're like, this isn't the right relationship, mm -hmm. but it's something. This isn't, this isn't, I don't know about this. And this is where I booked Girl Meets World. <laughs> so, and, and this is and this, so this is yeah. what we're going up to set and so I kid you not I I'm so grateful that they just kept calling me back yeah but, um there is that part of me where I do wonder sometimes if they were like she's not I don't know what's happening but you know, <laughs> I don't know what's going on she's now the storyline I don't we have to bring her back yeah <laughs> that's amazing thank you yeah. for bringing up the anxiety of somebody saying hey this is it uh-huh. This is this is gonna happen. I did one movie three years ago, went to Sundance, and I had so many people oh. in the production say, Hey, it's gonna happen. Like this is the start of something new. And what, four years later? <laughs> well, there's a viral pandemic and uh, <laughs> I got a podcast. I, yeah, I'm starting <laughs> to eat less donuts, so that's cool. <laughs> First off, that's incredible. Congratulations. Sundance is amazing. What what was the film? Uh, it was Wind River. Wind River? Amazing. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. And you were in it. Yeah, I was in it for uh, for one scene. I shot for a week. And uh, when you were mentioning, I had to bring it up. Like, thank you for saying that. Because whenever mm -hmm. someone says, hey, this is the start. Like, no, don't, don't, don't oh, do it. Yeah. Don't. Don't, 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 don't write my story. Like I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking that. Mm -hmm. I, you just thought that. So now I'm expecting it. So when it doesn't show up, I'm pissed off. And I don't know why I'm pissed off. Why, why you gotta do that? Um, <laughs> it, it is so funny that you say that though. I gotta say, um, my husband had a film in Sundance. He's a composer. Oh, and awesome. same thing happened. It got on the, sh on the Oscars shortlist. And you want to tell like how many people were like, oh, you are fine and him hitting up agencies it was like people were like we'll see if you get nominated for an Oscar. Ugh. 
And so that has been like a thing where obviously he's totally fine now. Sure. Yeah. It, is, it was a while ago, but, but yes, it's, it's that, it's that, it's that unrest that you're like, I don't know why I was fine. And then you question, mm-hmm. you're like, why was I so okay mm-hmm. doing community theater for like 10 people? And now <laughs> I'm here and I'm battling stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and it's so funny too. You think about it, like, probably being someone in that, in those shoes. Like I have a, a, a friend of ours or that we interviewed a while ago. He um, was the third Hamilton on Broadway and I've known him since uh, we did a show together um, in 2013. And he is one of my dearest, closest friends. And, but he's always been the kind of person that like, doesn't believe anything. He's going to be good for anything. And he's one of the most brilliant actors I've ever. So like, I am that person for him that I'm like, Michael, you're going to, you're going to have a career, you know, and I don't try to be like, you're going to be the next Tom Cruise or something Denzel. But, um, uh, so it's, it's interesting to hear from your perspective, how that can actually put pressure on it. And and now I have to rethink all of the things I've ever said to people trying to be encouraging. (laughs) No, no, no. As as much, you know what it is? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still so grateful for those people because the other thing now that I am now that I have very good friends and my husband and and my family and stuff like that. Now what they remind me of is because it's this weird, again, it's this disconnect and it sounds like with your friend is something that I have, that I've struggled with. And I need to be reminded is like, you are Hamilton. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? So there is, there can definitely be this internal, it's like, we need to align. Mm -hmm. So, and, and because of whatever roller coaster I was on leading up to, and honestly, I would say the pandemic was, was such a blessing in disguise Mm -hmm. for me because I needed a break. I needed Mm -hmm. to just be like, okay, I need to like disconnect myself from this industry and, and whatever it means to be me, Cheryl Texera, this act, whatever that means for other people I need to get back to me and a lot of it was having having people like my husband and my family members being like listen I know that this goal that oddly enough someone else like put like gave me you know what I mean that's the weird thing when you sit quiet and you listen internally like what do I want I know what these Mm -hmm. other people want for me so I'm reaching for that because it makes sense but what do I like get really quiet and ask yourself what do I really want it might be something different and it might be like, oh, meanwhile, you've been chasing this thing that the universe is like, honey, it's not for you, baby. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I like you got so, so getting quiet and meditating and then, and then also having really incredible people in your life be like, I know that you didn't maybe haven't hit this yet, but you have yeah. done all of these other things and you yeah. need to acknowledge yourself for that. So yeah. Hamilton on Broadway. Right? <laughs> right. No. I know. I know. I you love it. Know. I, I feel like that's what it is, is. I'm just his friend that that keeps it keeps it real for him sometimes when he's being too self-deprecating. Um, it sounds like he needs that. Yeah. So you're yeah. Keep going. <laughs> um, well, I was going to ask, you know, um, leading off just what you just said, what is something that you would like to do for you um, in terms of your acting stuff? Like, you know, another guest we had um she kind of wanted what you had which is she wants to be a Disney mom right like that would be her dream role is to be a mom for a Disney show you know like what is is that was that your dream and so now you need a new one like what is your next step do you think that you would really like to do 
funny. Uh-huh. And so, ah, that's, well, that's, I uh, see, I love, I love, I love uh, hearing that. It's like, because I didn't know that that's people's dreams. Right? I started this career when I was 17. And yeah. was mom, by the time I was 27, in Hollywood. Yeah. So I was like, wait a second, did it end? Did I just got here. <laughs> I just, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. You know what I mean? So, so no, that like, I'm grateful, but it was yeah. not a, it was not a girl. <laughs> but but now now I but but I am obviously like it was it was it was very special everything um mm-hmm. um well uh I I I I want to star on a show like yeah. now, now I'm like okay and and I think I it, it took a minute for me to really embrace that and I think for a while I kept putting I was like I want to be a series regular I want to be a series regular because mm-hmm. that was something that someone brought on me and um and I thought yes that's a marker that's a goal and it is it's a great 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 thing um but that's not actually it you know what I mean you can be you can be a series regular on a show that maybe maybe has a couple episodes might not even really have a run and you don't even necessarily have the arc that you want Mm -hmm. so to me it's like no I I I I want something I, I I do I yeah. So that's crazy. So thank you for letting me say that. And the other thing is I literally, when you ask that, cause I've gotten really quiet and I, and I have like, because the other, let me tell you something. I was literally in a meditation the other day and, um, a friend of mine, uh, I, I'm like, I'm literally, I'm like, was it a friend of mine that put this here? So it was, like a 10 <laughs> ep- it, was, it, was a, it was a 10 episode arc that, that a friend of mine just booked. And we take on, it's like, when we see that reflected, we're like, you know what? that's what I should do. Okay. I'm going to go for that. And so I was in this meditation and it's like, okay, what do you want? And by the way, like uh, Lacey Phillips, as she has a program called to be magnetic, she's amazing. I highly mm. recommend her. So her meditations are what I I've been listening to for the past year. Ugh, love me some Lacey. So, um, so I was listening to it and and I was like, okay. And it was like, what do you want? And I was like, I'm on the 10 episode arc on a show. And then, and then I literally felt, um, I felt like uh, tension in my body. Mm. And it was like, what tells you that you can't have that? And I was like, I don't know, body. I was like, why are you tensing up? Like, mm-hmm. we can do this, let's go. And, and, and literally within me, it was like, cause it's not what you really want. Mm-hmm. And so when I got quiet and when I actually heard what I really want and it's, and I look at it from the standpoint of, I have to remove ego and this, I know it's going to get like so ethereal right now. I'm like, no, do so it. Artist. We love it. We love ethereal. <laughs> um, oh, this is so weird. I, this is weird. I feel like, um, I, I do feel like our souls are, and the reason why we're here, it's a bigger reason than mm-hmm. we as human beings even know mm-hmm. or can comprehend. And that's why I feel like we need to listen to that really quiet voice that sometimes will whisper and say crazy things that were like, you're nuts. And mm-hmm. I don't know why you would ever think that I would do that. And the, I would, all of those things. Um, I, I, I think that those are what have gotten me in my way mm-hmm. with like, but I want to do X, Y, and Z. And it's just like, like, it's weird, but it's like, I, what am, what is my soul's purpose here? And I think it's a, it's a bigger purpose. So it's like, right now the goal is yes, to, to start on a show to have, and I don't know why, mm-hmm. and I don't know what the big reason for that is. And I don't know what platform necessarily I w- of course I want the character to be interesting and unique and be comedic and dramatic and, and pull heartstrings on people and all of that stuff. Um, but it's not, so that I can star on a show because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. it's very important. It's not that. And I think yeah. 
I had to get to that. I had to get to this point to realize that because I kid you not guys for like the past 10 years, it's been like, well, you know, because it's this ego that we're constantly like, oh, you guys are wonderful. Thank you for letting me say that. And I'm sure some of your listeners are like, oh God. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think they're going to love it. I think that's great. No, I, I I feel very much the same way, you know, Um, and I've always felt like this pandemic has been particularly hard for me because I feel like I am fulfilling more than a role of this, of stage manager when I'm working on a show. Um, I am fulfilling this soulful part of me. And so yeah. like, it's been awful not getting to do that, not just because I don't get to do the work that I love, but there's more to it than just that work, you know? And, yes. and so that's really hard. Um, just a quick follow-up. Could you name maybe a style of show that you would want to star on? Or are you really not sure? Like, no, Ozark. okay. Oh, like go ahead. Ozark. Um, yeah. Okay. I like oh, I that. See that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's, it was it's hard. the, I like the shirt that you're show, wearing. But it was hard. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, they would probably mute this hot stuff. Uh-huh. But, you know. <laughs> I don't know. That, that, that shows a character more than anything. That entrance, the hair and everything. Yeah. Like, you know what? Yep. She's, she's, she's that character. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I love no, that. No, I, I mean, the performances that they are getting from those actors and mm-hmm. um i mean there are so many direct like the the other it's like there are so many directors and and writers those words that i want to like breaking bad is another one like mm-hmm. breaking bad is how genius it was i remember i wasn't even watching the series my husband was uh, by this point i have but i would walk in um while he's watching a scene and I would just stop and like, like my jaw would drop and I'm like, and, and so I'm like, those actors must get that script and just salivate. Like I get to do this, like do that. And, and I feel, I feel like, um, Ozark Barry is another one. I think Barry is genius. Please get on Barry. I'm putting it out there in the universe. (laughs) Yep. I like, I like, I can't, I, the, the level of respect and like admiration to the balance that they are doing on that show. And it's like an effortless bet. Ba- and I'm just like, oh my, so yeah. So those, it is crazy. Thank you so much. Cause you know, what's funny. I don't think I was all that clear. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you are welcome. That's what we're here for. See, our souls are working to make your soul more clear. Yeah. You're I welcome. Think I'm just gonna grab my journal. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna like in in like three months. You're gonna be like, hey guys, I'm, I need some more clarity. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my well, gosh. Yeah. So and please. you're absolutely right. Like, just listen. Listen to your body. Listen to those feelings. Listen to. Uh, I always love that quote, you know, do what scares you, mm-hmm. you know, really, really embrace that. And I, I don't know. I just, I feel like if you're, if you're open to it, something akin will happen. It, ironically enough, I reached out to Harvey's people four or five days ago too. So it's funny. You, you said that. Oh, yeah. It's God. just, it's not to say like, he's busy. There's probably no way he'd be able to come on the show, but you never um, know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You just, you never know. So uh, I love that that perspective you have of just putting things out there and I do want to ask you 
because I, <laughs> I did listen. I found out that you and I think it was your brother, you guys used to uh, like do Back to the Future performances. Okay, what yeah. when you're yeah, younger? Yeah. It's a deep cut. Oh, it's yeah. a deep cut. So I wanted <laughs> to ask, who's your uh, your inspiration for your acting technique or your personal style? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say that there's one. There have been brilliant actors that I have watched. I mean, you bring up Back to the Future mm-hmm. and the amount of times that we just sat digesting that. Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox, mm-hmm. genius. Like that, effortless. Um, I know Tom Hanks is another huge one. Um, Sally Field is a, is another mm-hmm. is another big one for me. Sally Field, and she's an interesting one because. And obviously, and Carol Burnett too, like Annie was a, was a big thing. I mean, and also like shout out to the 80s sitcom Small Wonder because it was because of that show that I like ran into the kitchen and told my mom, put me on TV. Like this yeah. is what I want to do. Yeah. So like there's, so definitely like, you know, and, and humor of course, like is I like, I, I love, I love comedy, but I also very much love the dramatics and I didn't, um, I would say I didn't quite, like at the end of the day, I really, really want to portray really interesting characters, very layered, interesting characters. And I feel like the more I was in my head, the more I was focused on, uh, you know, it's, it's, the more it's like, I'm balancing like the, 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 um, the politics of Hollywood and like, oh, I, I want to get in good with this person. I want to get, it, it got, it got me. And I know that this is my personal journey and maybe it might relate to someone else, but, um, it got me so far away from what I actually, like, I'm, I'm not great at, like, elbowing, like, like, I'm such a, like, I'm, I'm such a weirdo, like, I'm the one in the corner, like, I'm Mm -hmm. very, I can be very quiet, which can come off as, and right now, this is an interview, so you literally have given me the platform, like, be yourself, so, but in life, (laughs) People don't do that. People, it's like, I wish they did. I wish I could walk into rooms and it's just like, we want you to whatever, whatever it is, we want to see it. And it's more of a delicate balance of like, I don't know if they're going to accept me and stuff like that. So, um, so, and I didn't realize, I, I know that I, I knew that I got away from like really what I love doing. And I'll circle back around. So when I was, I want to say I was nine, like I knew from a very young age, it's what I wanted to do. But um, I was very young. I was either nine or 11, but I, I feel like it was, I was like nine. Cause my sister's, yeah, I was, my sister is six years older than me. And she, so she was in high school and she had an assignment to watch Sybil. And I was so young and so impressionable and, and I walked in and if you know the story of Sybil, it's, it's a, it's a girl who went through traumatic, like child abuse, who right. is a multiple personality disorder. And she right. was all of these different people within one body. And I remember walking in from outside from playing and my sister was, you know, doing her due diligence, watching the movie, her, her, you know, instructors told her to watch. She did not seem all that enthralled. Um, but at, at literally at nine or however young I was, eight or nine, I walked past the TV and I was transfixed. Mm. And I was like, and I just remember asking her like, what is this? And she was like, she was like school assignment, whatever. And I, it was like, oh, like that, the, that like <sighs> Sally Field encapsulated, like, that's it that that right there mm-hmm. that like everything all of those different characters and she did it so well and then you ready for this guys oh yeah i, I saw her in an interview after she did lincoln okay this brilliant mm-hmm. academy award winning like oh like 
America's sweetheart for how many, right? And they asked her, when did you know that you made it? And she said, I feel like I have had a career for, I don't even know how long at that point, it was like 40 years, she said, or something, something like whatever it was. She goes, and I still feel like I haven't quite made it yet. And so wow. when someone like her says that that's mm-hmm. how she's feeling, it gives a pass to everybody. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, like if you're struggling right now, if you feel like an outside, it's like, you're fine. You're, you're right in line. You're right in line with so many. So yeah. Sorry, I had technical uh, oh, difficulties for. You're <laughs> good. No worries. Um, you know, though, that's so funny. We're talking. Uh, you're talking about Sally Field because we just. Um, I popped in and out, but Tyler and his girlfriend, our other roommate, um, had just rewatched Mrs. Doubtfire, oh. and I remember Patrice said something like, "How does she say the same line over and over again in so many different ways yeah. in this movie? Like she literally has to ask the same question to Robin Williams like eight times, but in different." Yeah, and like exactly oh, maybe only definitely. Sally Fields could, you know? I could see it in your yeah, eyes. Exactly. <laughs> I know exactly that moment yeah. where it's just rage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that woman. Yeah. And you do have a Sally Field sort of like yeah. aura about you, you know, just like just being yourself. It's just very, you know, like genuine and conversational. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I could see I could see a Sally Field type role coming your way too. Okay. I'll put it out there. <laughs> well, um, outside of, you know, helping others in, in the arts and uh, meditating, trying to, you know, focus on some other things throughout COVID, what are you doing now that things are, I know in LA, it's a little more restrictive right now, um, yeah. but are you doing anything virtually? Do you have anything coming up that you're, you're trying to kind of hone in? Well, when it, well, when it comes to performing, I've been doing a lot of voiceover. So, mm-hmm. and, and the on-camera stuff is coming back. So I've submitted for, you know, a few of those things. Mm-hmm. We'll see if, if it's meant for me, it will we? But um, I have done, I'm trying to think if I can talk about any of the voiceover. Yeah, okay. um, yeah. But, it, but I have, but I have done, um, no, I'm like, oh, but I, I've done a few video games, like, so, awesome. and I don't know when they'll be coming out, but I know that, like, Wasteland 3 came out, um, yeah. and I know that I have a few other video games coming out, um, oh, uh, I just, I, I, I sing the mommy shark, uh, this is something that recorded in, uh, <laughs> in, in quarantine, um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, uh, Baby Shark, which is like a hit um, yeah. on YouTube. They have a rendition uh, where I I didn't I didn't submit for the Mommy Shark for the for the role. I didn't I, I don't I don't know how that whatever. But um, they have a lovely actress who plays the Mommy Shark, and then and then I sing the Mommy Shark, and That's uh, that amazing. Is- and then, um, and then like, like the, the side hustle, cause I saw that you guys had that. And, yeah. and the thing that I think had to happen for me was uh, for a while I was, I was teaching acting mm-hmm. and I was very, very quiet about it. I was very mm-hmm. much like, no one needs to know. And I treated it like, you know what I mean? And I think as soon as we went into lockdown in March, yeah again getting quiet something was like you need to blow this out you need to literally just do that so I started doing like free Instagram I don't do them anymore but I did like free Instagram
Instagram acting classes. And now, now I, I do whole, I, I do have a few privates and that's mm-hmm. kind of where I'm at right now. I do like those I've got, I have, I have my private clients and, and whatnot. So that that's is awesome. Yeah. That and, so and the cool. voiceover and we'll see the on camera and then writing, of course. Yeah. I did want to talk to you about that. Cause I'm so curious, like what, what do you write? Is it, is it, and why and how and what are you hoping to do with all of that? Oh, all of those you. questions in one. So I'm I'm trying to be better about journaling. Um, okay. And I occasionally write, I have a blog, um, but I, one of those people that if I'm inspired to write, I will write it until it is done. And so I'll stay up till two o'clock in the morning to get it done but then I might not be inspired again for months to a year at a time. So like, I have like this weird relationship with writing. Um, and I don't necessarily write for other people. I think I write for myself and I'll share it, you know, with other people if they want to read it, but. Got you. Well, I think that that's also, that's really powerful for you to know that. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm writing this for me. I'm not writing this for other people. Right. Yeah. What about, what about you, Tyler? Uh, I, I write quite a bit (laughs) most of the time. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm an aspiring screenwriter and I'm working with a mentor right now for a show we're pitching to a streaming service. I can't mention right now, Uh, but (laughs) I'm being really cautious, but no, no, I'm, I was a writer before I ever became an actor and I'm still a writer first. Yeah. And I wouldn't even say aspiring screenwriter. If you've got any script, you're a screenwriter. Like, yeah, yeah it's just whether or not it's been made or not. You got it. <laughs> and, and, and I say that because I feel like that's been, um, ah, I'm blanking on the author's name, but uh, she, she came out and she was like, it's, it's not Brené Brown. Um, but literally like the amount of times that I've, I've heard and read, um, I've also, um, I, I, I've been watching a lot of master class and yeah. the, the writing ones specifically, they're like, listen, if, if you're writing, like you're, you're a writer. So like, give yourself that path because that's, it's almost like, that's the blanket that we get to say. It's like now it's like, so, so we don't need to, I, it's like, uh, if something hasn't been published yet or mm. something, it's like, I'm just as It's like, no, no, no own it because it's just like even if this is your first one you'll have four more you'll sell something and they'll be like what else you got yeah (laughs) (laughs) can i can i mention (laughs) my my girlfriend tried to do what you just did the 50 cigarette thing that you just did (laughs) patrice i'm calling you out this is happening right (laughs) she did it yesterday but she only did one finger and it was one of these Uh, I'm sorry, babe. I love you. It I just, adorable. I couldn't stop laughing. It was so good. Well, steal that. Oh, uh, yeah, just the one. That. Just, uh, you should. Yep. That's amazing. Yep. What's her well, name? Patrice. Uh, her, name's, her name's Patrice. Oh, Patrice. Thank you for that. That is amazing. <laughs> I know. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. I actually... <laughs> I was just reminded, this is really funny. One of my, I don't want to say it's a guilty pleasure movie, but it's a movie I love, um, Sister Act 2. But what you just said, if you are you write, you're a writer. And that's exactly what Whoopi says to Lauren Hill's character because of the uh, letters to a young author or whatever book that she gives to oh. Lauren's character. And like, I don't know, it just stuck me. And and because I love that movie. And um, I always thought that that was really great advice. And I love that you just said it too, yeah. because you're, it, it's, I think you're right. I think people for, 
it's going back to that expectations that you were talking about earlier. You're not going to be this thing until you've done this. And that's not the case. If you're doing it, you, that's what you, you're doing. Yeah. 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 And you said you, you journal, right? Oh gosh. Yeah. A lot. My, my husband makes fun of me. (laughs) (laughs) Like whenever I'm like, babe, I just got to meditate. He's like, yeah, I'll see you in three hours. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Love you. I'm going to watch the game. (laughs) Completely. So when you journal, do you journal? Um, so like I journal present tense, um, not aspirations, but what I want to be a present tense moment. Like it could be, oh, I am a, uh, yeah, like I am a working writer or I am financially stable, you know, just <laughs> something, something you can write. Do you write more along those lines as far as your journal goes? Or are you more of uh, someone who likes to write down, you know, uh, thoughts for the day or something a little bit more um, intrinsic it's it, it's more it's more thoughts for the day that and it always leads to like manifestation what am I doing what do I want where like where are my goals what like what and and then within those goals what is it that that I want you know um so like what we were going back before like star on a show it's like well what does that actually look like it's like mm-hmm. well I want an incredible cast and crew um I want there to be harmony on set I want the scripts to be inc- amazing mm-hmm. and rich material I want you know and it's like so then it goes beyond simply like this one thing it's like well what does that actually look like and really diving into what that looks like um because it is so interesting once uh, for then and I speak for myself um and and everybody has like their own process but I know when I get when I get clear but still a little non-specific where it's like this is what I'd like but I'm not saying like and my co-star has to be like I'm not it's like no I just want us to have harmony on set I want it to be like a really great this I want you know and everything to be easy that's a Mm -hmm. that's another big thing that I'll I'll pray I'll pray before I go into sessions where it's like I want this to be an inspiring session and Mm -hmm. and I want the time to fly by because we're both just like vibing with each other um I I said a prayer before sitting into this one Mm -hmm. you know it's like it's constantly like I I simply pray for like this is this is what I this is what I hope for the expectation to be Mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily expectation it's not that heavy it's more like I'm simply putting this request out and making it light and easy and and um and it's kind of crazy when you put that out there like my intention that's what it is yes my intention is to make it and to make it be open and to make it be easy and to make it be fluid and and lovely and and vibey and everything like that Mm -hmm. that's when it's just like oh that was great and when it's like I forget to do it and things and there's like hardship it's like why did I what is happening yeah yeah (laughs) I actually just had this thought and I'm curious if you've considered it um you know, uh, we we love the TV show Letterkenny and the story of the fact that Jared Kiso, the creator, like was in LA, didn't like it, went back to Canada and basically created this show that is so fantastic. And you can tell that this cast just loves to hang out. Have you ever watched it? No, I'm, I'm like, so I'm hilarious. So it's right on now. Hulu. Um, okay. Yeah. And um, it's so good. And and he, it was like, a, I think it was a web series, right, Tyler, for a little bit before yeah. it or yeah. And then Hulu picked it up and like, they have eight seasons and you can just tell that this cast and this group has the best time. And I, would you ever consider or have you considered maybe creating that show for yourself where you are the, the lead and you 
gather the people that you know you want to work with so totally so um so again being really very honest with myself and being able to actually vocalize it to you Mm -hmm. without it feeling like it's coming from this very egotistical official place um happened i kid you not right here about two to three days ago wow (laughs) getting that that quiet and that honest with myself so however when it comes to I want to be like, like, cause, cause the other thing was for a very long time, it was, I want to be on a sitcom. I want to mm-hmm. be, I want to be again, like I was saying series regular, I want to be on sitcom, everything like that. So that's kind of where, because I, I was like comedy, comedy, like that's what it's almost like, because other people were checking so many boxes for me, like you're good at this, you're good at mm-hmm. this. So I'm like, great, then I'm gonna, I want to blow this one out the water and not listening internally. That's like, it's a bit more complex, honey. Um, I, I went on the journey of, I, I went to this web series class. So you mentioned writing. So the way that I got into writing was I was, <laughs> and I'm like, it all comes down to auditions. So it was quiet. <laughs> and I was like, what is happening? And it was too quiet. It was too, I was, I was not comfortable with it at all. And, um, this studio was like, well, we have someone who does web series come in to teach you how to do like a web series. So I was like, all right, like I'll, 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 I literally expected to be a passive person in the class. Like, let me get the information, but whatever. And the first class, the guy goes, so we're putting things up on YouTube. And I, again, ego, oh man, I've had one, I mine. Oh. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm not doing, I'm not doing YouTube. Um, <laughs> I kid you not. Because I was like, it's all of that ego. It's like, I'm a professional actor. I don't, and especially this was also, this was not YouTube today. This was YouTube back in like 2010. People were like, she got what from YouTube? I have no interest in doing it. It's like, we didn't know what YouTube was becoming in the behemoth that it has become. So this was like, you know, and and there was that judgment. There were the people where it's like, you want to do that? uh," Or it was like, okay, be open to it. So I was very not open to it, but the, and I'm so grateful that the instructor was like, well, either you put stuff on YouTube or you just threw X amount of dollars away to take this class. So I was like, Ooh, okay. Touche. So, so I, I was getting married at the time and stressing out about my wedding. And so people were talking about ideas for shows. And so I, they were like, just tell us what's happening in your life. Uh, if you don't have an idea for a show. And I obviously didn't, cause I wasn't expecting to do anything. And I was like, well, I'm getting married. And I went on this diatribe of like how much anxiety and stress I had about planning this wedding. And the girl next to me, Sarah Dandishi, who is amazing. Shout out Sarah. Cause she has, by the way, created the show that she created in that web series. Class. Oh, awesome. She's insanity right now. She is real good. She is doing great. Wow. Um, um, Miss, uh, uh, hold on. It's not Miss Concierge. I believe it, it, it might be though, but it's, it's a great, it's great. It's all about like being a concierge at a hotel and it <sighs> literally the seed was planted here. So after, uh, so after I went on this thing, she turned to me and she goes, I would watch that, but like a bride stressing out. So I created this show that essentially was me like vlogging, but like with a comedic stance on it, I wrote my material and I titled it Confessions of a Bittersweet Actress. And the second episode 
was, I'm oh, sorry, not Bittersweet Actress. I'm so sorry. Confessions of a Bride-to-Be. That's where we started. Ah. Confessions of a Bride-to-Be. And I was meeting all of these vendors, which are characters. And so I started doing characters. And, and the guy, the teacher at the time, he was like, that's your show. He's like, it's you with characters. So I finished Bride-to-Be because it started getting a little too personal and a little too stressful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm doing this for fun. I don't want fights. No, not mm-hmm. interested. So it's like the bride to be ended way before the wedding happened and it's fine. And so so then cut to I'm married and I and again I want to do something. And so I okay, so I mentioned that my manager retired. Yes. So my manager had retired right after I got married. And um and then also I like this is another truth though. It's like I'm an I'm an actress. I had just turned 30. So mm-hmm. you want to talk about like what's what does my career look like? I felt mm-hmm. like it was already <laughs> too quiet for comfort. And <laughs> So I, I was stepping into this like new area of my life. I felt like, you know, the, the agents that I had at the time weren't right. So I stepped away from them and they were wonderful people and I adore them. Um, and I, I'm like, I've made peace with that moment in my life. <laughs> so, and because unbeknownst to me, I didn't know my manager was retiring. Mm-hmm. So cut to the universe has a great sense of humor <laughs> and it was like a psych. Um, so I was flying without a net. And my manager uh, had a relationship with this very big agent. And uh, we, before he retired, we met with him. And he was like, yeah, he did the brush off. He was like, after the holidays, you know? And I don't want to, I don't want to say, oh, that's a brush off. It's not real. But I mean, listen, if they're interested, they bite. If they're not, they, they do a brush off. They might extend the deadline. You know what I mean? So, so then coming into the new year after the holidays, I hit up my manager and I said, can we, I'm like, can we circle back? And my manager was like, I'm not going to, cause I'm officially done now. He's like, but you can. So I went and I sat and, and before this meeting, I had a thought of do confessions of, uh, of an actress. And I just felt like that was too actor talking about acting it was just too I was like no nor did I really want to get honest and personal so I'm sitting in this office with this guy and I would it was an awful meeting he made me feel teeny tiny it was awful I was holding back tears it was like 20 minutes it was 20 minutes of him dealing with someone on the phone with me sitting in his office after I had waited for 20 minutes in the lobby. Um, and, and then it was 40 minutes of him basically telling me, Oh, sweetheart. No. And I thought this was my second time meeting him. And technically my third time, cause we had a meetup over online. I thought I was signing a contract that day. Mm-hmm. It was so awful and so painful. Yeah. I walked away and the next, I want to say it was the next day I woke up and it was like, remember that idea that you had? Mm-hmm. What if you were to wake up right now and see that someone else had done it? And I got very like, that's my idea. So mm-hmm. I jumped on it and I think big agent was like the first, it's like I had to get it out. So that was like the first thing. And then I created this whole series of confessions yeah. of a great actress and got nominated for some stuff and we have some and Harvey was in it yeah and and we did musicals and so yes so that's how I got into writing that's awesome very long answer guys. no I loved it (laughs) it's an amazing answer we I mean we were worried about um you know I'm not sure how long you know uh, as far as time you have but uh (laughs) 
you know, we want to make sure we didn't ask anything too, too crazy, but we love, we love those answers because you're, you're opening up, you know, this is, this is all about opening up, being honest about the, you know, art and the experiences that everyone goes through. And that is just terrible. The fact that you sat there in this, oh my God, that's just like, you know what it was and that was him feeding his ego yeah right he had this actress in his you know it's like oh she'll just hang on my every word and and you know what he said to me oh man Uh oh talk about full circle he literally said to me um he said what did he say i'm i want to get his words right and don't want to paraphrase this Mm -hmm. um no but he said to me he's like what do you i think he said what do you see for yourself he said, what do you see for us? He said something like that. And I, again, I think that another reason why I'm so grateful that I, I was honest with my answer to you when you said, what do you guys want? What do you yeah. want? Because at that time, when he said, what do you see for yourself? I was like, I just want to work. Mm-hmm. I love performing. And it's this humble answer that's mm-hmm. bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. What do you actually, what do you really want? Yeah. And he cut me off. And I said, I just want to work. I love acting. He goes, so you're not a star. Uh, he, he said that to me. And um, yeah, I didn't realize that till right now. And I'm like, holy shit. Talk about full circle. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you're well, No, you're totally allowed to. No, no, no. Don't, don't worry about We're it. We're under explicit. Oh, so. that makes me so angry. <laughs> because then the other thing that I went in my head, I'm like, what? I'm like, what egotistical, how much egotistical asshole says I'm a star? (laughs) But there's a difference between like saying I'm a star and not having put any work or effort or like, you know, versus I think visualizing like very specifically, like I want this for myself next. And that means if that means being the star of the show, like you said, <laughs> you aren't doing it for you. You're doing it as a greater purpose situation. I think it's a very different, there's a, there's a clear distinction there. But, wow. Yeah. Oh my- Tyler, we just broke some ground. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what What's next for you as far as like what? Uh, I guess in the next, I know it's, it's, I think last time I talked to somebody, I said, you know, five years and before that was Mm -hmm. one year, but um, what do you see next for you as far as like listening to your body, listening to the world, listening to, to what you think may come to you and there's no wrong answer at all totally you know so i i really i feel um i'm very open to a lot Mm -hmm. so uh because of the confessions of a bride to be what ended up happening from that was a friend of mine who was writing who had optioned screenplays hit me up and she and this is a much longer story that i'm not going to get into the specifics but very much because of her i started actually writing Mm. and she like very much like she was like my first teacher she was like this is like story structure and everything like that and now and now i've I've obviously like i've taken that and and i have i've written i've written several pilots i've written several ideas for shows um i'm currently i'm currently in the process (laughs) thanks i'm currently in the process of of writing uh, my own feature um which ironically talk about full circle when I was young and I knew that I wanted to act there was no acting school so what was my creative outlet Mm -hmm. it was writing Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, literally somewhere in my mom and dad's attic it mm-hmm. are my scripts handwritten with character dialogue. I had never read a screenplay, but I knew like what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And they're very like teen angst, hormone driven. Of course, of course. <laughs> like, this is what's happening to me today. So this is what the character is saying. Uh. Um, so, um, so I could see that. I also, I, I, I directed a short film called Mama's Boys, which is, um, which ended up being like in, in HBO's Women in Comedy. And when I was on that set, I very much felt like, oh my God, I'm standing in my purpose, mm-hmm. which was like running a set, running a show, directing. I, I see that. So, so I'm, I'm, I very much came into 2021 with like directing. And after I like, it's, it's really weird how people come into your life and it might be for a minute. It might be, it might be for longer, but sometimes someone will say something that will just like resonate with you. And this particular person, I literally was like directing and, and they were like, I gotta be real with you. I don't think you really know what you want. And it pissed me Mm -hmm. off because it was like directing. Um, and, and, and I'm so grateful for this person, uh, because it was because of him pissing me off because he spoke truth. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. Like, I don't want to give him that credit, but there, there was, it's like, I, the answer is I, I see myself doing all of it. I don't, and I don't know ultimately what the whole picture looks like. Um, so I'm open to all of it, but yes, like the, the next thing it's like, well, l- what does starring on a show? What does that look like? What, what, what are the pieces for directing? Like, I know, mm-hmm. I know some of my friends direct, I would love to shadow them and on like on, on big sets and do some like TV, uh, TV directing. I think, mm-hmm. I think, you know, multi-cam, I, I would kill it like crush. It. And that's not, again, it's just like, I know my strengths. I'm not right. saying, throw me like, forget Spielberg. Like, let me no, no, yeah. no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> don't. Uh, uh, so, and then also, I know running a show. I know creating mm-hmm. a show and creating that world. That's definitely something. Um, yeah. Very Love cool. <laughs> I have so no cool. idea what it looks like, but all of it. <laughs> um, that's why I keep. I don't know this idea of you kind of doing your own, getting your own show going, where you can be kind of. Uh, all hands on deck. I just, that just is striking me. So I don't know what that means, but just let let it ruminate in your brain of you. Maybe you're just going to make it happen. Thank you. I see that. I'm I'm grateful that 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 is resonating with good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You've kind of shared some wonderful stories, but I always like to ask our guests, like, do you have a favorite party story of just something absolutely ridiculous crazy that has happened to you because you work in this field like I don't know how many friends you have that aren't you know in the film you know theater industries or whatever but like if you were to tell them this their jaw would just be like how is this your job (laughs) well um (laughs) I'm trying the stories that come to mind are are me with my anxiety and like the damn fool that I've made of myself on set uh, and like the cleanup that I got. Into. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. I'm gonna, oh. Sorry, give me one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are you, Tyler? How's life? Oh, uh, Cheryl, it is good. 
how are you doing? I, this is this has been so much fun, honestly. Like so yeah. fun. Oh I'm my so god, came on. <laughs> you guys are great. I realized like I was starting to lose vision. Mary. Oh, I was wondering what you're doing. Turn a light on. I, like, oh. I, I heard her rummaging around. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'm scared. Before it was my dog. And this time it's just dark. Anyways. <laughs> Um, uh, so, okay. So, uh, so yes. So it, it's very, it's very much, a, uh, it, the, the stories that come to mind, it's, it's two <laughs> quick little things and it's just, it's pure anxiety. So when I was, again, I was in this like in-between space, I, yes, I was on Girl Meets World, but, mm-hmm. um, it's always sunny had called me back. Well, I was mm-hmm. a blonde on Girl Meets World. And when I was originally introduced on It's Always Sunny, I was a redhead. I didn't have, uh, I think the representation I had at the time, it was very new and it's like, I didn't want them to deal with the deal in the contract which again is very stupid that's what they're there right. but it was this thing where I you know it's like when we don't speak and we don't use our voice and we don't simply like put the thing like what are you thinking about put it out there it's not a big deal uh all I needed all I was questioning was do they want my hair to be red or mm-hmm. am I a blonde so I took it upon myself to not ask and I <laughs> took a bottle of red hair and dumped it on platinum blonde hair. Oh no. no. We're talking like it's living in this family. Um, (laughs) So I go into wardrobe and I've got this bright orange hair and like, even like the wardrobe lady is like, I love it. And I'm like, this is not the character. The character is like a mother who's like divorced, who's very <laughs> muted. Um, so then it's almost like I'm wearing, it's like, you want to talk about elephant in the room. I'm wearing this like neon orange hair. And I'm like, just, if you don't move, no one sees it. So, <laughs> so, this is the anxiety. I kid you not that I'm going into coming back to this amazing group of people but I am so internal and losing my shit so I now the other thing I didn't get a script and I didn't want to ask for one because I was like oh I should have known so I didn't ask for one and then finally I don't even know if it was the night before I think it was the night before I was like do they have a script and it was like eight o'clock at night here's your script and again I lines come very easily to me but that's wow awesome. when i'm dealing with this stuff that's happening yeah. inside of me i could not get my lines so then wait for it why not throw some more stuff on the last time i was there danny devito was not in the scene i didn't meet him okay that's fine no problem i'm gonna meet danny today this is great okay so meeting danny today i've got bright orange hair i don't at all look like that we're fine we're fine we're fine read the script read the script read the script and then look at the cast member because you're gonna see all of them remember their names i'm like i know their names if i see the cast sheet i'm in my trailer and i'm like but remember their names we've got glenn we've got rob we're gonna meet danny we got Kay and john and i was just like they won't care know your lines so i was like okay i get into the makeup trailer all of this i still don't have my lines memorized but i'm like but i know lines i know lines i am in the makeup trailer and Glenn Howard and sits right next to me and I'm like, hi. And he goes, Glenn. And I'm like, Glenn, I know Glenn. Yes, yes. 
how are you? I am so excited to be here. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that was <laughs> strike one. <laughs> so oh, that, so then I'm walking to set. Now, mind you, I have just spent weeks on a Disney childproof set where they are like gumdrops and syrup all the time. No cursing kids, children set. Okay. Yeah. So then I see Caitlin and I'm like, Caitlin, I'm literally thinking, Glenn, we can make this up. Caitlin and I had a great freaking rapport the first time it was there. They're amazing, by the way. This is all my issue. Oh, of course. And I'm sure you guys are like, yeah, no, we see that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one one <laughs> finger, remember, one finger. <laughs> <laughs> nice call. I love that. So I leave the makeup trailer. And I'm literally like, I can make this up with Caitlin. I can make this up with Caitlin. So again, I'm coming from this Disney family-friendly show and I'm like, Caitlin, hi, oh my God, you look amazing. Oh no. I'm like, what is your secret? Like being pregnant, like you look incredible. And she turns to me and she goes, I just didn't eat shit while I was pregnant. And I was like, (laughs) And I had nothing to say. I had not like there was no but no witty banter. Yeah. Like it was like the fact that she cursed, like was like, how dare you say a four-letter word? Like I kid you not, it was like, oh my god, Cheryl, act like a human being. Wait for it, because we don't know what that looks like when this is happening. <laughs> So I was, so I was literally, we were, they were getting prepped in the house to do this big scene and, and there was, and there was a makeup trailer, there was a makeup chair for Caitlin and she was talking to her people and, and right behind her, but like in the bushes, but like directly behind her was the other chair. And I was like, I'm just going to sit here and not engage and so Caitlin was doing one of the like as she's talking to her assistant or maker she was like I didn't and it anyway so I because it's literally me and I was so then kids we get to set so we get to set now I meet Danny so I show up to set and I was a waitress (laughs) at a at a restaurant in New York that celebrities would come to in all the time and the whole mo was you do not treat them like you know who they are they are just customers they want to be treated like everybody else you don't know who they are you don't it doesn't translate when you're an actor in Hollywood working with (laughs) famous people f-y-i so I (laughs) So this is what happened. So Danny has a hat on and he's got his head down. Everyone's coming to set. I've got my kids. I've, you know, um, you know, there was another actress in the scene and Caitlin and Glenn and we're all like, great, this is great. So so I'm walking in and then Danny picks his head up and I did one of these. He picks his head up. It's very much Danny Vito. And I was like, hi, don't think we met last time. I'm Cheryl. And he goes, and you could see it on his face. Like, are you freaking kidding me? He goes, Danny. And I, I'm not even kidding. I think it was like, Danny, Danny, so nice to meet you. Um, uh, okay. So wait, it can't get worse than this, right? No, uh, I forget my lines. We're in a rehearsal. We're literally in a rehearsal uh, to do the, the whole thing. And, uh, and literally there's, there's banter. If you watch it back, Caitlin and I were great with banter the first time around. It's probably why they were like, bring Jane Ponderosa back. We can't wait to fight with her again. So now I can't remember my lines. And then it's like banter, 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 dead silence. 
oh, that's my line. And literally happened not once, twice during the rehearsals to the point where Glenn was like, that's, that's your line. I was like, yep, I've got this, I've got this. So then my performance is all sorts of questionable, guys. But wait for it. Remember that orange hair? Um, Charlie Day shows up to set because oh, no. me? it's his show. Him and Ra. Wait, we'll get to him. So I go outside. We're in the break. We're turning the cameras around for coverage. And Charlie's Charlie is, and I'm like, oh my God, saving grace. I'm like, they. he doesn't know what happened. I sit down with him. The very first thing he says to me is, so did we do this? Or did you? And I'm like, I did it. I did it. So then I, I wrap up the day. It's absolutely awful. As I'm walking out of the house to go back into the, the van that's going to take us back to, to wardrobe and everything like that, I see Rob. And I know the day has been a hot fucking mess. Oh, no. I go to Rob and I hug him. And I'm like, it is so amazing to see you. Oh my God, thinking this insane hug and all of this affection is somehow going to erase what happened. And I'm like, he's gonna go I kid you not this was my insane mind I was like Rob's gonna go back and tell everyone she's so nice because she <laughs> because I knew that was a hot mess so so that you know what we don't need the other stories that's one <laughs> that is incredible <laughs> Did, oh, did, what happened when you were on set next did they I, all just assume you had been on drugs the day before and like you were fine and then <laughs> it was a one-day shoot oh no so that was it that's the memory that they have of cheryl texera they were like i don't know what happened she was really cool when we first met her but then that next time i don't know what happened that's amazing if they bring you back in the next couple of seasons we expect a story just like that (laughs) oh Oh my god please no please no i can't like there's like that feeling where i'm just like i i don't know how god i'm like i hope i get a redo because it was it went from such a high they are such a cool group of yeah. people. Yeah. Enough. They are such a cool group of people. And then I don't. It's it's literally like my anxiety. All right. That's to me to the point where you're like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. We're gonna. <laughs> yeah. We'll send this episode directly to them. They can hear the whole story. Mm-hmm. How you fit? Like they'll be like, all right, great. We can bring her back. She's not actually crazy. She just had yeah, a bad day. Yeah. And then you'll be back. You know, that's what we'll do. We'll just That's it. Yeah. Oh my God. So I pray no one ever needs to go through that. Well, you keep saying things that remind me of other things. We uh Patrice's favorite comedian is Paul F. Tompkins, and he has a whole bit about how he was called, um, asked to do like read a bunch of bit lines during a read through, and Tom Cruise was part of the cast, and like he's like, I didn't get the script beforehand, and so I didn't, and I was doing like seven or eight characters, and I just kept not getting picking up my cues because I didn't know and like he just does this whole thing and he was like it was and he's like after like the seventh time I did it Tom like knuckles me on the shoulder goes you got to pick up those cues buddy like (laughs) how awful oh oh my 
my God. And then you just constantly like want to say, like, I swear I've done this before. I right. swear I know what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. Oh, so God. That is a perfect segue into, because uh, we don't want to take up too much of your time. I know we're running low on time. Yeah. Here. <laughs> the next question would be, do you have any advice for, <laughs> for <laughs> actors of, of all types? <laughs> <laughs> who wish to go into this business or any advice for the listeners in general it doesn't have to be you know acting or arts related just something you feel is very personal that you would like to share with other people well if there's anything that you want make a step forward towards it and and do your best to make a, a step it doesn't need to be big even simply a mindset shift could be something and sometimes mindset shifts are the biggest um the biggest uh, pillars that you can turn uh in your favor for sure and that's regardless of anything if if you you know if if, if your if your goal is to you know get out of a job that you hate and into one that you enjoy making a step towards it's like well simply asking what does that look like i think that that question for myself is like you can make, it's like, there's, there's the old adage where it's like, you know, a dream written down becomes a goal, a goal, da, 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 and then action. It's like, that sounds, it is, yes, that is the outline, but there's more into that. It's like a dream written down is a goal. Cool. But now explore that goal. What does it actually look like? What does it feel like? Um, and then, and then what does your life outside of that goal look and feel like? If, if that's what you're going for, um, ask yourself what, what is right now not in alignment with that? And, and maybe it could be something big. Maybe it could be that you're in a relationship that you don't like. Maybe it could be that, you know, that the job that you hate is the thing that's supporting your family. It's like, okay, well, if you can't get out of that job right now, can you plant a seed into the one that you, that you love? Is, is there just a small action? Um, and then of course, taking action. That is my big 2021 promise to myself. Um, that to take action because yeah like we're artists we love we love getting into ourselves and getting into our our thoughts and like journaling and then it's like I spent all that time journaling and done it's like if you don't take action towards that then it's like they're they're simply going to be words on a piece of paper yeah that's the best that's answer awesome. I've ever that's heard great. yeah <laughs> Oh my goodness. You have been so much fun. Amazing. (laughs) You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you. I think, Um, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, Tyler. I was. Uh, Did you have another question? Nope. Do you want to do the, you want to do the, so, um, Charleston, this is your first time and I, and I assume you haven't listened to the podcast because we're, we're rinky dink operation. I've listened, listened to, to clips and, and bits of the, oh, the dancer and, and whatnot. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God. Perfect. Well then, you know, um, we're going to do a quick uh, conclusion plug and then you get to participate in our awkward goodbye for this episode. Yeah. Um, If you have all the verbiage, I can't remember any of it. (laughs) That's okay. Um, Listeners, thank you once again for sticking with us. We hope you uh, loved this episode. Um, Please make sure, uh, Cheryl, we'd love to plug your Instagram and your classes if you are interested in taking more students. Um, So um, we'll we'll definitely put those up with the episode notes and everything like that. 
But to see those, please follow us on um, all of our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PWRP Podcast. Um, please also, if you haven't yet, subscribe to us on whatever podcast app you use. Um, and then uh, make sure to like, rate, review, subscribe, all of those fun things. Um, the more uh, good feedback we have, or even just general feedback we have, I think gets more listeners and whatnot. And um, that would be great. Tyler. And if you are someone who works in the arts industry or somebody who's looking to get into the industry and you want to share your story or to sit down and have a chit chat with us, please email us at pwrp.pod at gmail.com. We'd love to get back to you. We will get back to you because we're both uh, underemployed and we have our computers right here. So uh, send that email, 90 second window, we'll get back to you right away. Uh, Yeah, without further ado, are you ready for an awkward goodbye? I'm so ready. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye.